0: Hi there and welcome, I'm Rabbi Nacho Meth with the Las Vegas Koloel. A couple years ago I was making chicken for dinner and I took the chicken out of the oven, put it on the counter, I was letting it cool off and I went to the other room just to take care of something and I came back a few minutes later and I noticed there were a couple pieces of chicken missing. I looked in the corner of the room and there, lo and behold, was my dog, Tebow, looking very, very guilty. If you're like me and you own a dog, you've probably had a similar situation like that happen to you. And if you're like me, your reaction when you realize that your dog just ate something from on the counter, you probably looked at your dog and said something like, bad dog. Here's my question. Is my dog Tebow, is he a bad dog for eating the chicken off the counter? Chip and Dan Heath in one of their books bring the following story, which is really insightful there was a hospital out in San Francisco and there was an administrator of that hospital named Becky Richards. She was looking at some of the data that the hospital had and she noticed that when nurses were given orders to administer drugs, she noticed that about one out of every 1,000 orders were given incorrectly, meaning the dosage was too high, the dosage was too low, maybe they gave the wrong medication in the first place. One out of 1,000 doesn't sound like a lot, but Becky Richards realized that that meant that 250 patients a year in that hospital alone were being given the wrong drug or the wrong amount of that drug, which could be fatal. When you hear that a nurse gave the wrong drug, the wrong amount, too much, too little, the wrong medication to begin with, it's very tempting to look at that nurse and say, that nurse is bad. That nurse doesn't know what they're doing. Is that the right approach? There's a remarkable passage in the Torah, the book of Deuteronomy, Sefer Devarim, chapter 25, verse 13. It tells us, Lo even gedola If you're a merchant, you're engaged in business, you sell things by weight. Or, as the next verse says, Lo gedola You might sell something based on measurement. And the Torah is telling us, if you have weights and measures that you use to weigh things, to measure things for sale, it's forbidden to own them. You cannot have in your house. The Torah says you've got to have honest and, and accurate weights and measurements. Rambam or Maimonides, in his codification of the law, points out, if you read the verse carefully, the verse doesn't simply say, be sure that when you're measuring out a pound of potatoes to sell, make sure that you give your customer a pound of potatoes. Don't use a, a, a measurement that says, point, that says one pound and you're really only giving them 0.9 of a pound. Make sure your weights are honest. The Torah says you can't even own them in your house. It doesn't say you can't cheat. That we know. Rambam points out the prohibition is even owning inaccurate weights and measurements. What's the problem? I'll keep it in my house, I'll use it for decoration. Rambam points out it's forbidden. You can't even have it in your possession, even if you're not planning on using it. The prohibition isn't just cheating, the prohibition is owning inaccurate weights and measurements. Why? What's the problem? Why is that forbidden? I believe Rambam is teaching us something very, very important and very deep about human psychology and about failure. You see, very often when we fail or when we see other people around us failing, cheating someone, selling something that says it's a pound when really it's only 0.9 of of a pound, it's very easy to go ahead and label that person as dishonest, that person is bad, that person is a cheat. Rambam is telling us you see something much deeper than that. Sometimes there are just plain out dishonest people, but oftentimes you can have real honest people, people of integrity, people of character. And if you put them in a bad situation, if you put them in a situation of temptation, where there's a weight that says it's a pound, but it's only 0.9 of a pound, they might just be tempted to use it and get away with selling something a little bit inaccurately. You're tempted to use it. And Rambam is telling us that the Torah is telling us, don't even put yourself into a situation of temptation. Don't put yourself into a situation that you can fail. The Torah is highlighting something very, very powerful. Sometimes we fail because we're just no good. But more often than not, what we're overlooking is the situation. We put ourselves into bad situations and those situations induce us to fail. You might be an honest person. You might be a person of integrity. But if you're tempted, you might fail in that situation and in that moment. And that's a very deep perspective that we need to keep in mind when it comes to our personal growth. Recognize, don't even put yourself into a situation where you might fail. You might be a great person but if you're put into a moment of temptation, you might fail. Don't even own improper weights. My dog, Tebow, he's a great dog, and I'm a rabbi, I'm no canine expert, but one thing that I realized after that experience is if I wanna make sure that I have my chicken for dinner, don't tempt my dog. Don't leave that chicken out on the counter for my dog to be faced with that temptation of being a good dog and not eating that chicken or, you know, maybe giving in to his temptation. He's a great dog. He's a wonderful dog. But if you tempt him, he might fail. If we put people or dogs in situations that that set them up for failure, they might just fail. And the Torah is teaching us such an important lesson. Don't put ourselves into bad situations. Recognize people are good. People might be honest. People might be people of character and integrity. But when we're put in bad situations, we can fail. Be aware of situational stresses. Be aware of situational temptations. Becky Richards realized nurses who give the wrong dosage, when they give the wrong administration of a drug, they're not bad nurses, they're wonderful nurses, they're talented, they might be experts, they might be experienced. But you know what? When you're a nurse and you're on the ward, you're on the floor, they're busy chaotic places. You're getting distracted, you're getting interrupted, doctors are calling, sirens and all sorts of whistles are going off inside that hospital ward. And it's very easy to get distracted and when you come across an order that says give 100 milligrams of X, you end up giving 10 milligrams of Y. Why is that? Not because you're a bad nurse, but because things are chaotic and things are distracting. The situation is a situation that can lead a good nurse to make a mistake. And Becky Richards realized it's not useful, it's not helpful to go ahead and label nurses as good or bad. That's not gonna solve the problem. Rather, what solves the problem is recognizing don't put nurses into situations that they might misadminister a drug. Recognize it's the situation that's often contributing to the failure. Richards realized she instituted a trial where they were going to institute a new policy on a hospital ward where a, a nurse, from the moment that a drug comes across her desk to administer to a patient, from the moment she got that order, they would put on a jacket, a bright jacket, and the nurse would be wearing that, that jacket. And that jacket signified to everyone around them do not interrupt this nurse whether you're a doctor, another nurse, the CEO of the hospital. If a nurse is wearing that designated jacket, they may not be interrupted. Richards instituted this policy as a trial in, on a particular warden in, in that hospital. And they found after six months, the misadministration rate, it dropped by 50%. Situations matter. People might be good. Dogs might be good, nurses might be good, everyone in between might be good. When we're put into situations that we might fail, we might fail and have that recognition of situations, situations of temptation, situations of stress, That's often what impacts our ability to succeed or to fail. Let's have that awareness and recognize when people around us fail, it's not that they're bad, it's that they're often impacted by situations. And let's remember for ourselves, if we want to be people of growth, if we want to be successful in life, let's recognize you can have all the integrity in the world, you can have all the character in the world, if you put yourself into a bad situation, you might just fail.